introduce yourself. <laughs> All right, welcome to Era 404 Podcast Not Found. I'm Phoenix. And for the sixth yes, time yes. ever, I am your host, Cameron. And, and today, today we, we have, have a guest. guest. Um, I'm Cash. I'm very Hi. disappointed we said that in sync. <laughs> we did not plan that. That was great. Good Give job, me a fist bump. Good job. Dab Boom. me up, bro. <laughs> This is why this is so great. Anyway, Cash is here today, and today we're going to be talking about music with hidden meanings, yeah, because we were lazy. Introduce yourself again. <laughs> it's fine. They know who he is. My name is Cash. <laughs> Hi. Wow, beautiful. Mwah. Uh, anyway, who, who wants to start? Um, not me. Introduce not me. Let, let Phoenix go. I have the longest one of it because yeah, I'm okay, covering like I two will do. songs. Um, let's see. That is where? <laughs> Where's my document? Um, Y'all do this on Google Docs. I just like wrote down yeah. random things and remembered them. I should have done this in my notes. Why did? <laughs> why did I do this in notes? I literally had um, this. I, I literally had some docs thing. <laughs> like I described the episode and then go on taking notes. Are one of you starting or am yes, I? Going? I am starting. All right, hurry up. <coughs> okay. <laughs> Fortunate Son is my song. It is a song by the American rock band Creed and the Clearwater Revival, released on their fourth studio album, Really in the Poor Voice, in 1969. The Poor Voice. We literally, ev- literally everyone knows this song, so I don't think I need to introduce it anymore. Um, after it was released, it was a. Um, it soon became an anti-war movement anthem, an expressive symbol of counterculture's opposition to U.S. military involvement in the Vietnam War, and solidarity with the soldiers fighting it. Because literally anyone that wasn't Richard Nixon wanted the war to end. <laughs> there you go. There were two people that wanted that war to continue: my grandfather and Richard Nixon. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, Beautiful. The song released during the peak period of the U.S. involvement in the Vietnam War. It's not explicit in its criticism of that war in particular. Rather, it speaks to the unfairness of class than war itself. You know, very interesting. I did not write this. Did you really do this in the two hours that yes. came up? Yes. I did this in 15 minutes. <laughs> Just Damn, a heads bro. up. I think I'm the only one who did research in advance. I did all my research I, I did research the night that you told me to do. <laughs> I, so you did it Friday night. Yeah. I, I did to, it uh, yesterday, and he did it two hours. I listened to Walk This Way by Run DMC while I did this. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? 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 Did everyone figure it out? Yep. 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 We are getting our cable again. Yeah, we're, we're, we're recording. Restart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, g- give a round of applause for Danny. Yeah, Woo! This song has been widely used to protest against military actions as well as elitism in a broader sense in Western society, particularly in the United States, because it's about the United States' involvement in the Vietnam yeah, War. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Speak louder. Um. In 1994, <laughs> the film Forrest Gump picked up Fortunate Son, 
and I think that's one of the reasons why it's automatically tied to the Vietnam War. Because, <laughs> like... Yeah. It yeah. was in a movie. It's a war song. <laughs> okay, but, like, if you think this land is my land, this yeah. land is your land, like, that song, you don't automatically be like, Vietnam. Like, you just don't do that. You think... I don't do that with this yeah, song Yeah, no, that, that's just, like, an old folk, like, folk yeah. stuff. But yeah, it's... <laughs> But, like, immediately, when I think of Fortunate Son, I think of that helicopter from Forrest Gump. And then all the soldiers, like, jumping off and, like, killing Vietnamese people. Oh, yeah. Also, I think I forgot to mention this in the beginning, but all credit to the actual, like, songs and bands who sung. Oh, yeah. We're just just a bunch of teenagers who got bored and decided Uh, to deeply analyze them. Yeah, it played in the scene where Forrest Gump and, uh, what's his name? Bubba? Bubba. Bubba, does he yeah. have a last name? I don't, I don't know. I just can't say remember. Bubba, it's fine. And, uh, and Bubba arrive in a combat zone in the South Vietnam uh, uh, abroad, a U.S. Army helicopter. Um, and then, as a parody of the incessant use of Fortunate Son tied to the Vietnam War in 2018, an episode of Family Guy, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Quagmire portrayed as a Vietnam veteran in 1973 experiences PTSD-like symptoms from the incessant use of the song as apparently audible background music during the war. Um, <laughs> we, should, we should just do an entire episode covering PTSD. And just we should. Actually, I made slides for that. I have. I already did my research for PTSD. <laughs> we don't have that. just take different if, slides. If we want to, I have a slideshow of like the entirety of serial killers. <laughs> I just have like 10 or like 12 really well-known serial killer <laughs> um yeah and uh one an interesting thing i don't have this written down but um <laughs> apparently uh so if you think of the vietnam war you think of uh fortunate son yeah but for the soldiers yeah, they barely not, they <laughs> didn't really hear fortunate son there was a different song i don't remember the name because i didn't write any of this down but um they t- like that's not tied for the soldiers they had a completely different song that represented the Vietnam War, and I think that's really interesting. Um, despite being an anti-war song, it is tied to the war very heavily, and when someone mentions the Vietnam War, you kind of think of that. <laughs> sure. I do. Uh, I mean, I do. Normal people do, Phoenix. Yeah. I'm not normal, as you Bubba's can tell. Bubba's a terrorist now, again. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba's in jail. Okay, can we talk about that? Supermax. <laughs> Jenny is so bad to Forrest Gump. She's just like, Forrest... I know you came from Vietnam, to, but now I'm to come get along with Abe. But, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I want to go do weed. I want to go smoke weed and do meth with some hippies that I found. Don't worry. In like three years, I'll get AIDS and come back to you. Don't worry. Yeah, no, that's Beautiful. good. That's that's what you gotta love about literally. Like it's it's all just her being mean to him and then just being like, now that I have AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Forrest looking kind of hot. Like, that's Yo. literally it. Yeah, she's going to get fourth AIDS. <coughs> I think she's going to get fourth AIDS. Yeah. I think that was the plan. Yeah. <laughs> she was the one who started AIDS. Yeah. Yeah. She is uh, Freddie Mercury. Yeah she, yeah. she developed them out of nowhere. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She, 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 uh, she just decided to get AIDS one day. She's like, you know what? Like, you know what? I want to invent a new disease today. Yeah. Yeah, I'll raise the baby with the AIDS. And their slogan was, AIDS helps me get fit. <laughs> Does anyone remember that? Yeah. It was Wait, like a health, it was, it it was, was like the guy a, from Subway, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was Jared someone. From Subway. It's just Jared? 
He yeah, was some, he was like, a guy. He who, was like uh, a legitimate thing though. It was like a protein supplement. Yeah, he or was something, a. Uh, and it was he was a sex offender. Oh yeah. Es and it was yeah. AIDS. Yeah. So I got fit from AIDS. All right, continue. Yeah, do you want to go? Yeah, yeah, and uh, I'll go. So what's your song? My song what's is "Come song? Together" by the um, Beatles. The Beatles. The Beatles. Um. So, in that song, there is slight it is very slight a lot of people do not hear this but he says shoot me <laughs> over and over again wow. at the end where it's like <laughs> that yeah yeah and um in the 1960s um john lennon was actually shot and killed by an obsessed fan in new york city did you say in the 1960s <laughs> no no, no, it that's was 1980. Right. 1980. 1980. My bad. My bad. It was December 1980. He was, he was 20 years younger when Mark, he got shot. Mark David Jackson. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, 19. It was 1980. It was 1980, yes. I've done my research. Okay, I'm a very I'm big fan Dude, of the Beatles. John down. Lennon was shot by Mark David Chapman outside of his apartment in New York, and it was announced during a football game. Shut up. We're talking about songs today, not assassinations. No, we're going to talk about Mark David Chapman killing John Lennon. Jesus Christ. Calm down. Um, I believe that this guy just dug into the music, and he took it a little too far. <laughs> I, I honestly think that's what happened. You dug no, a hole? no, you're wrong. Yeah. You're wrong. Sorry, dude. You're wrong. Um, Mark David Chapman only shot John Lennon because he was famous. That was it. He just wanted quick fame, and if John Lennon was just a little bit less famous, he would not have been shot. It's like uh, Garfield. Yeah, because Garfield was assassinated. <laughs> I immediately thought of the Episode cat. Episode one. I, immediate, I immediately thought of the cat. Yeah, oh, I thought you were talking about the cat, too. <laughs> Garfield got you assassinated. Can, you forgot the basis of which this idiocy started, Cameron. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I immediately just thought of Garfield the cat. <laughs> immediately. Oh, Odie so, shot him with an M15. <laughs> oh, no. What's in, what's in the Sunday paper? You know. Regular old Garfield. It was weird and it was it was normal. And then Otis said, "What the hell, Garfield?" Who and shot Otis? him thirty-seven times. Who is Otis? Chest. That's the dog name. Odie, yeah. not Otis. Otis. I thought it was Otis. Oh, I thought I thought I always thought Otis, it was Otis. is like a meth dealer's name, <laughs> like a meth farmer. No, Milo and Otis. That's a cat I'm and a dog guessing, movie. Okay, I'm That's just it. guessing. He lives in Sioux Falls or South Dakota. Who? Jim Davis. No, the meth dealer that you're talking. Like someone who would be named that? Yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm just saying it sounds like someone yeah, who would Otis. do something like yeah, that. No, Otis. No, no. I bet he's from South Dakota. You remember I'm the, willing uh, to bet there the is ad cat. that it's the Mexican Jesus? <laughs> Meth, we're on it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Kevin. Did you know that we paid like one? You should get Kevin on here. Did you know that we paid like one point seven million dollars to a company in Minneapolis? We didn't. E- we didn't even pay it. Meth, we're on it. Was, it. it was our tax dollars. I'm pretty sure too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And I love the images of cops sitting on the bumper of their car with the caption, Meth, we're on it. Yeah. Here you go. I'm on meth. I'm on meth. I'm on it, too. So am I. So am I. I'm on meth. Meth is not someone else's problem. It's everyone in South Dakota's problem. And we need everyone to get on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm Yo, on it too. That was a small child. <laughs> you 
see, this is why I love our state. I know, it's just great. We get a new governor, first thing that comes into play, meth, we're on it. Because that wasn't our previous governor, that was no. Here, let's get to this vacant land for a minute. Alright, whatever. <laughs> Continue if you have more. If not, then I'll go. Uh, I am done. Alright. <laughs> now we move on to mine, which is long, because it's actually a song followed up by another one. And I didn't do, like, a whole lot of deep digging. Oh. <laughs> I yeah. didn't do, like, a whole lot of deep digging, because we wouldn't have the time. Oh, this is easy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, the ch- song that I chose to do is American Idiot from Green Day. It, it, All right. It's not a. Again, I didn't really go super deep in depth because. Yeah. Yeah. I also had to follow it up with another song, but um, Green Day. This this song, American Idiot, released in two thousand four. Green Day is a Canadian rock band for those who don't know, and the main theme of this song, believe it or not, is found right in the lyrics, where he continuously screams, "I don't want to be an American idiot." Well, I'm and I quote. <laughs> Uh, Yo, at the time, sure. I'd just like yeah. to say, at the time, rock, it was kind of a staple in schools. It was, like, how kids, like, rebelled. Yeah, against <laughs> so school, right? Yeah, because yeah. they'd listen to rock or yeah. metal or whatever and be super be hip and whatever. Children. Not not really. But um, it was their way of expressing emotion and going ad- against society. Nowadays, and Cameron's going to know where this quote is from. Uh, nowadays, when someone wants to rebel, they dye their hair blue and write a blog about how there are no obese women of color in Super Smash Bros. Yeah, that's oh, me. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yo. Uh, Ama- amazing, isn't it? Uh, yes, the lyrics of American Idiot. The first, like, uh, stanza is, Don't want to be an American idiot. Don't want a nation under the new mania. Hey, can you hear the sound of hysteria? The, sub- the subliminal mindfuck America. That's the... And quote. And quote, yes. Because we don't want to get copyrighted. Yes. Uh, this song is mainly inspired by American political events, specifically ones happening at the time, such as 9-11, the Iraq War, and the presidency of George W. Bush. Whoa. <laughs> Just a little whoa in the background. Who doesn't yeah. love George Bush? Woo! Like, I don't even know what he did. I just I just know he existed, and I love him. He was in a children's classroom when 9-11 happened. Yeah, I think, okay, listen, that's, that's uh, kind of It funny. was beautiful. That's, yeah, it's a little funny. <laughs> I like watching the security camera footage, because he literally gets up and, like, runs out of the room and yeah. starts booking it down He's the like, hallway. Nope. That's what my third grade teacher did when she found out her brother died. Camera, no. She did. Do you Cameron, not remember that, that? I do. I do. Yeah. What happened? She got a call. Oh my she god. She picked it up, and then we just—we were all staring at her. We were all sitting on the floor, and we all looked at her, and she just had the phone up to her thing, and then she covered her mouth, and she was like, "Oh my god!" And then just put the phone down and ran. Like, <laughs> you see that? Out of this yeah. Oh my god. She, that reminds me of previous events at Oscar yeah. House. And then did, did you know that our art teacher got arrested for pedophilia? What? He did? Mr. Bellotto. Mr. Bellotto. Sorry if you're if you're listening to this. You're probably not, but he, okay, when did he get arrested? Search that up. I don't remember the date exactly, but he's no. not employed there anymore. What, 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 Child of, pedophilia. What was his first name? Mr. Uh, I don't remember his um, first Asterio name. Asterio Bellotto. 
had the song. What a name. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> what I was thinking. But, uh, yeah. Also, a kid brought a BB gun to school because he oh, grabbed yeah. his dad's backpack on the way out the door. <laughs> his dad was going to go, like, play airsoft with friends, and he grabbed his dad's backpack by accident because apparently they looked really similar. And he got to school, and he was unloading the books, which were, like, textbooks, so, and no one was, like, paying attention. And then all of a sudden, he pulls a gun out of the backpack. <laughs> and it was, again, later found out it was a uh, BB gun, airsoft pistol, whatever you yeah. want to call it. All right, back to the, back to the topic. Um, hold on. I'm just going to say, do, do you know what happened with that Mr. Bellotto thing? I don't. No, I am... I am in shock. How do you, how do you spell his name? I don't Mr. remember. Mr. Bellotto. Mysterio uh, Bellotto. Meant to... Uh, let's let's jump back to the song. The song, it was meant to insult the news coverage of events as they were exposing younger people to the horror of war and 9-11 everything because they filmed people driving airplanes into buildings and stuff blowing up and people jumping out of the buildings and everything. So kids who were on the TV or listening to the news or anything could hear like the screams and the explosions and everything <laughs> what i do like is uh the song and the album in general focuses on a guy a kid who grow up and i quote on a diet of soda pop and rattling riddle end quote yeah <laughs> riddle come on get with the cool kids <laughs> sure but uh Kid gets fed up with the suburban suburban area. He leaves the city, but uh, basically, song meant to encourage the coming of age of kids in America for them to learn about war and tragic events like nine eleven and everything. So uh, yeah, <laughs> again, meant to insult the news and shame the parents who were exposing their children to war and nine eleven, and basically, essentially say what a screw you to President Bush. <laughs> Can we stop? Can we focus on the topic? Yeah, we'll yeah, get we'll yeah. get back to this later. Yeah. Uh, result of the song mentioned before, as it was a lot of teens and older kids listen to it, heard the song, got demotivated because there's nothing like your hero screaming "You're an idiot" to them over and over again. Uh, demotivated, tar- thought that it was targeted at them, resulted in a decrease in grade point averages across the nation school in general because the older kids got demotivated and their scores were dropped and since there were so many of them that it like lowered the grade average so much but then we enter the other song i was talking about before i forget by slipknot which is an american metal it's based out of iowa and the song was released in 05 i love that song it's really good yeah (laughs) i'm gonna make you listen to it yeah it's pretty good uh, well, basically, we get to listen to the best song ever, The Ballad of Hollis Brown. It's about a man in, like, 1950s South Dakota. He's a farmer. He can't feed his family, so he takes him to the woods and shoots him dead. Jesus. Beautiful. It's a good song. Beautiful. But, uh, <laughs> Before I Forget is basically the retaliation to American Idiot due to showing and reminding everyone that we are all human and nothing can change that fact. And in this song, it continually states in its chorus, and may I quote, Before I forget that I am, a wor- I am the world before I am a man, I was a creature before I could stand, and I will remember before I forget, end quote. And repeat that chorus over and over. <laughs> Essentially saying that uh, 
owe yourself to the world before you can owe yourself to your personal ability and that we were all incapable and everything before we learned to walk and talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, end of the song, there is beeping, which in Morse code is actually spelling Slipknot, the name of the band, and features Corey Taylor, their singer, muttering, mm-hmm. you're wasting it, which is a direct response to Green Day's singer, Billy Joe Ars- Armstrong, and is essentially telling them you're wasting your musical influence and using it for your own yeah. best. But uh, as I, <laughs> and a whole a whole bunch of kids heard it because it yeah. was from a really big fan. Yeah. And this song it had a huge impact on those who were put down by Green Day's American Idiot, and grades actually shot up back to normal, maybe a little higher actually. And for this song, it helped Slipknot win a Grammy in '06 for best music, best uh, heavy metal performance. Yeah. So good on them. Yeah. And I listened to Slipknot, but I gotta respect them. <laughs> They're pretty good. Yeah. It, it, you well, a big thing is that a whole bunch of people listen to this shit. It's yeah. really yeah. influential for some people. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're not going to talk about the lawsuits that have been filed against them because people have done stuff out of, like, love for the band. <laughs> I.e. carved people equal shit into people's backs. <laughs> oh, neat. <laughs> it's great. That's that's why I love it. I, uh, I do think it's really funny when nuts. bands are, like, so happy and then they're just, like, sued because a band, like, killed someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, the, like... Uh, I don't know. Is that all you guys got, or um, that's all I had. rambling section? Um, um, we can do a rambling I'm, section. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, Psychosocial is, I think, one of the best songs they have, too. Now um, we're just advertising the band to people. Yeah, I mean, it's Slipknot, they're pretty dope. I love the I feel chorus like a lot of that of song people, and the people. I feel like a lot of people yeah. learn about that band at some point or another. Yeah. I mean, you literally, it's, like, the biggest metal band. As someone who only listens to Cave Town, I feel very isolated. <laughs> you right feel now. left out of this conversation. Okay, it's great. I don't, it's weird. I. It's like, okay, it's either like some days, it's like a whole bunch of people, but when I'm when I'm listening to sad music, it's literally only Bob Dylan, Billy Joel, and Cave Town. That's it. Those are my three three best artists in my opinion: Bob Dylan, Billy Joel, Cave Town. Okay. Good for good on you. Okay, about the uh, the mention. Model. Stop. We're not gonna discuss that. This is that. not okay. something that okay. should be censored. Ah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's not something that I think we should get involved in. All right, good. <laughs> we can just put that. I, that that about it. About it. Um, one on a, on a side note, I'm ju- I'm, I just need to announce this. This is amazing. So Dodge recently <laughs> put their. I thought you were going to talk about the other thing. <laughs> Dodge recently put a, um, a Hellcat into a minivan they're going to be releasing here soon. But basically, if you don't know what a Hellcat is, it is a... Um, we will not provide an image. No, we <laughs> won't. No, we won't. It looks like a normal uh, Dodge minivan. But it's it's like kind of like a sleeper car, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like a normal engine, but like cracked out. I think Dodge minivans are kind of funny because they make like such like manly trucks and then just minivans. Yeah, 
That's why they're great, though. They're covering their bases in every market. But now you can be a man and a dad with the all-new Hellcat Dodge Minivan. A man and a soccer dad. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a true man? Does your kid need to get to soccer? <laughs> Buy a Dodge. Buy a Dodge, whatever the that thing's going to be called. Uh, all right. Then uh, we'll yeah. wrap it up. Alright, thanks for listening to this episode of Snare 404, podcast for history. Yes. You know, we get bored and decide to do this. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, that that was the episode. That was Cash. Everyone yep, yep. give him a hand. He might oh, be back. Yeah, I, I <laughs> totally come I'm back. I'm near certain he'll come back at some point. Oh, heck yeah. When. Heck yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's about it for now. So. Alright. <laughs> this is... Okay. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> yeah, bye. <laughs> All right, adios. Broski. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep, goodbye. Rip.